Michelle. And I'm Emily. And this This is Witchy and and a Little Bit Tipsy. Legit, is anybody having a better start to this year than the previous two-ish? Because it's been like hamster wheel Mm -hmm. of nonsense. And then uh, Emily promised me Aries season was going to be better. I know. I think, okay, this is what I'm thinking. I just wanted it to be better so badly that I've convinced myself up until this week where I just threw my hands up in the air and I said, you know what, universe? Fuck me. Like, <laughs> yes. I, it's fine. Like, you can, as long as the overall year is better, just, you can just continue. Fuck me now and get it over with? Yeah, just get it over with. Um, I still believe that it's going to be our summer. I do too. Jemmy, Taurus and Jemmy season. Yes. So, it's just, someone please tell us that they are having a better time because we're just not, we're not feeling it. No, and it's, I okay, so I do feel like, uh, PSA, right? Little public service announcement. Careful when you touch Moldavite. <laughs> yes. Don't like. I think people definitely when it got big during the pandemic got a little too like. I'll never even look at Moldavite. <laughs> like, no, it's not that serious. But if you're already in a not amazing place and you're not ready for it, don't touch it. If you even have a doubt, don't touch it. I was, but talk about like how motivational it is. I was mm-hmm. as I was, I was stroking someone else's Moldavite. <laughs> This is not mine. And, and she's got chunky mold away. She's got some big ones. Yes. And I was just admiring it in her jewelry. Talking about, you know, toxic things going on. And it went down. The Mount Vesuvius exploded. Yes. Exactly. Somebody passed us the Vesuvian night. ASAP. <laughs> yeah, it's. I don't know. I've honestly never. I don't think I've ever fully opened myself up to Moldavite. Moldavite's like, bitch, you ain't ready. Like, I've had some. I get the effects for sure. I get sweaty. I, um, I definitely feel more open, but I've never had like that crazy life. Um, no, August was. <laughs> never mind. I take that back. I, I block that out of my head. Never mind. I take it all back. Compartmentalizing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like interesting, you know, yeah. and I wasn't even being specific when I was talking about the Moldavite or stroking the Moldavite. I was just literally like, you know, I wish th- things in my life would change, blah, 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 blah. Minutes. Poof. Literal minute. Less than yes. an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, it's just proceed with caution. Like if you had to be ready for some serious change, because that's what it, it's going to take away things that are negative or not the best for you. I also recommend, um, so Moldavai is a tektite, which is like a form it of glass is. from outer space. And um, there's a gentler tektites. Yes. Libyan. Desert glass, yeah. Is definitely. More Tibetan gentle. tektite mm-hmm. is much softer. Also cheaper. <laughs> Agree. Well, because TikTok hasn't got, has his hands yeah. on it yet. So it's like... I've heard a lot. I don't have any Libyan desert glass. I, I've been wanting to. I, just I have, haven't found the perfect piece. I have the trifecta. So I have the Moldavite, the Libyan, and the Tibetan. Because they say that they, because they're all tactiles, like, they work well. Is phenocyte? Oh, phenocyte? Phenocyte, phenocyte. Oh, I don't know I don't what phenocyte know. is. Let's do a little Google search real quick. Do Let's do, I mean, while you do that, I'm going to. <laughs> tipsy. Um... But basically what we want to talk about today, because of the explosions that have happened in our lives, witchy self-care. Self-care is like, I think we both kind of suck at like (laughs) taking the time instead of just go, 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 go when we're not feeling at our best. Oh God, I got a burp already. I died. So it is. And I think women in general suffer with self-care. It's like um, we're all willing to help each other or help anybody else in need before we help ourselves. And it's a constant reminder, put our oxygen mask on first. Because I realize when I'm not at my best, I suck at helping other people. Like I am there for them. But yeah. Fill your own cup. It's true. Sorry, I'm still looking. No, please do. So yeah, witchy self-care, I think, is just... There's a myriad of ways one can do it. I I needed the whole... You know how I feel about my bath salts. And I was my, just going to say... So I mentioned last time that we're tarot readers, but we also haven't, like... Not to sidetrack from the self-care, um, but everything that we do, because we do a lot. We do. Michelle makes... Um, Essential oil blends, bath products that are made, you know, Reiki infused. Yes. Um, all natural ingredients because Michelle's all about that non-toxic life. I am. And um, we just do a lot. I make jewelry. Um, yeah, I need some. I was going to ask you about some earrings. Could you know, some big boys. Yeah. Yeah. That are not going to make me freak out and feel like they're heavy. I yeah. like them big and light. <laughs> we'll figure that out. But like, I just feel like I don't, we definitely just, this podcast is just going to be like us rambling. And I think people have enjoyed that from the feedback we got. Yes. But I do want to like, for pe- like random people, not just our friends who listen, like explain a little bit more about us as we go you'll get little nuggets yes you'll get little bits and pieces so you come back for more <laughs> so little nuggets nug life <laughs> you don't live that nug life so so nug i love using faux nuggets oh, i had some I thought, today i was talking about cannabis like oh right nugs 
like, yes, I do. So in different places. Yes. No, that's more like the yin and yang. Yes. Definitely. Um, I like my cocktails. I do too. I do. I mean, Prosecco is probably my favorite drink Ooh. on Earth, which is why. It's low calorie. I mean. And bubbly. Yeah, I like the bubbles because I don't drink soda anymore. So it's like. It gives you that little carbonation mm-hmm. life. Because it's just so bad for you. I'm trying to be more <sighs> like non-toxic. And I think that's also self-care is like, like. I have this whole routine now where I use, like, the gua sha, the jade gua sha. I'm, like, drain my lymphatic system and, like, pay way more attention to what I eat, what is going into my body. Yeah, and I think we're both vegetarians, mm-hmm. and so we're already more cognizant. So I think it go- all that goes all goes into witchy care. It's, like, what we put into our bodies. I don't use any, you know, toxic shampoos or soaps. A girl, I get my hair colored. You know, there's an extent. I think it's a bit of, you know, your good choices outweigh the the little more facts, bad ones. Not yeah, that they're nail polish on. So yeah. there's like, speaking of random, your nails are off. They are. Um, okay. So every now and again, when I have the acrylics on for too long, my real nails get so like thin and brittle. And like right now they're just like cracking off as soon as they grow. So like my, speaking of natural, (laughs) my nails need some time to like, I make my- Witchy care. Yeah. Cuticle oil. Yes. With uh, tea tree, olive oil, vitamin E oil, a little bit of lavender and you know- it literally does miracle. Like, I can't believe how fast my nails come back with all natural products. Yeah, because it's, like, all stuff that, like, and our bodies crave things. And it's all stuff that's, like, good for our bodies that our bodies crave. And I think you don't realize the extent of how toxic items play in your life till you start going without. I want to die at Bath and Body Works. Like, those. Yes, they are addictive. It's insane. Like my hot Cheeto addiction <laughs> as a child. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I still crave them, but like the things that it did to my GI. Well, additives in fast food because they want you to keep eating it. Yeah, it's not great stuff. I yeah. love to cook. That's like witchy. Speaking of, we're gonna keep yeah. talking about witchy self care, but like for me, when I'm having a horrible week, if I can't like travel or go food. shopping, yes, I have to like cook my face off, bake my face off. Those are all all things that I do as part of my self care. Rosemary, um, as far as herbs, amazing in food, but also it's like the all purpose herb. <laughs> we always. Had a malfunction. Almost. Good catch. Thank you. <laughs> Irish girl in me. You got this. Um, but like, there's just so many, I think a huge reason we wanted to do this podcast is like, yes, getting into the craft is like, it's a big undertaking, but it's like the smallest things that you can do. Like just put intention into food you're making like people always say like 
if it's made with love, it tastes better. Like that's because someone's intentions. One hundred percent. Yes. And if you grow your own food, like I love gardening. If you grow your own food, it's the same. You're putting an intention and you're putting love into it and you're nurturing it. I think nurturing is such mm-hmm. a huge part. It's like, right. It's a part of baby's lives people's lives you know nurturing is like something that it's just not for humans it's everything that we consume we should be nurturing yeah i'm not great at gardening i'm i'm just finally starting to like be able to not kill plants i just struggle with succulents but i'm like the air plant queen i have to tell you something i'm getting like 15 air plants from florida for my grandma so i know five of mine have babies I'm like, oh. I think we can hear your chair squeaking. Oh, yeah, you're right. Thanks, stay, Drew. Stay still, Michelle. Don't move <laughs> I can't. I can't. Wait, does mine squeak? Do you want to switch chairs? We can, because I move too much. I'm shaking my butt. Maybe we can, he can isolate it. We'll ask Drew when he comes back. He's got more impi- important business than us, apparently. I think I guess. We're what just over more, here. What could be more important than us? And he doesn't want to hear our stories. <laughs> He's just pissed because we like his wife better. <laughs> Shout out, Jed. <laughs> Anyways. Um, it's no self-care. Yes. I did a bath last week. Mm. And I just, I had to throw some crystals in the tub and put my special salts in there. Make sure your crystals are water safe. Yes. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, and if you're pregnant, there's certain crystals that you could not have in your bath. I am not. We just for the record. last episode. <laughs> just make sure nothing's changed in two weeks. I am not. So yeah, that was like critical, but travel and getting away from me is also Oh, yes. You have to. I mean, I need to. I say that and I like I'm not listening to myself because like I keep saying I need to like get away, but I'm not doing it. But yeah, baths are my all time. Just whenever I'm feeling shitty. Do you notice so too? It's like we become more resistant to self-care when we need it most. Yes. So yes. I was like, I don't need this bath. I literally was like, Michelle, girl, you're, you're doing the bath. I had when I was I was just just got over getting sick again um and I was taking baths like every night and just getting those Epsom salts um the spearmint eucalyptus lots of eucalyptus oh my god I forgot to tell you about this too I put eucalyptus oil in my diffuser when my foster cat was in the room and I'm like I know it's not supposed to be like cat safe so I'm like I'll just do it for like one minute and just like put my nose over it and just like get some of that refreshing she starts going and like she looked disgusted with me like she hated the smell I was like okay it's not good for you I'm just gonna stop it like we're not doing this I guess but she like started licking herself and like just it's like I hate this have you thought about putting it in your hands and making a diffuser doing it this way and inhaling it I think that's what I ended up doing. Oh, gosh. Oh, Drew, we have a question. Um, so her chair is squeaking a bunch. Will that be an issue? No. Will you be able to, like, get that out? Probably. Okay. Other than you talking right now. Oh. Well, yeah. we like to be Captain Obvious. <laughs> <laughs> 
Alright, fine. <laughs> um, alright. So, right, so back to what we had going on. <laughs> it was just, I could hear the truth. Okay, let me not even discuss this any further. Anywho. He can edit this later. Right. Let's give him a little worky work. <laughs> I'm waiting. Alright, bye. <laughs> so, self-care, once again... Another distraction. We get distracted a lot, as you can probably that's tell. Part of, I think that's part of our charm. We're all over the place. Mm-hmm. People like that we're all over the place. I hope so. <laughs> um, what's other self-care you can do? So, okay, for me, it's a little bit of cooking. I like mm-hmm. to travel because it helps me to disengage with my brain. I almost need to tap out. For me, the same, it's like a video. It'll just play over and over in my brain. So I need to like get myself to disengage that part. My favorite meditation, even not in extreme distress. If I'm like very upset, that is not the time to meditate because then I'm just like sitting and stewing my emotions and I cannot concentrate. But if I'm just feeling generally overwhelmed, which is just my natural state of being, just sitting down, connecting, receiving messages that I need to hear even though I don't want to hear them like that really centers me journaling journaling does help um sometimes I'm too far gone like you know how you said you're too emotional to do the meditation and journaling that's almost like my next stage of processing when I'm like in it Sorry, I'm gonna be burping this entire episode. I'm so sorry. When I'm like in it, it's like I have to relax, keep busy. It's like those two married each other. Like I have to be relaxed and keep busy at the same time. I do like journaling when I'm very upset though, because then I can just get like the catharsis I feel from just being like, fuck you. F that. Yeah, bullshit. You're trash. <laughs> you trifling. And like, Ain't nobody got time for that. But then it's like, instead of taking it out on someone, uh, it's on that piece of paper. And all of those bad feelings, I can just close it. And I'm like, okay. Everything's fine. So something I've done since <clears throat> I was like a kid, I think. Kid being like teenage-ish is when I'm done, I discard everything that reminds me of a person, place, thing, idea, a noun, we'll say. And I just get rid of it. I love burning things. I do burning bowl ceremonies because it works. So anyone's interested, we do that. Yeah, we can do a bonfire for you. Mm-hmm. That chair is driving me insane. I'm so sorry. Um... All right, Ms. Emily. <laughs> I'm being difficult. I'm sorry. I just like, like I said, auditory processing is like a weird thing for me. Like chewing is my number one. Ooh, same girl. Like chewing literally sends me to a whole new world. I hate hard gulping. Yeah. We hear like gulp, gulp. Oh, I want to choke them. <laughs> This chair is something I'll be journaling about tonight. <laughs> um, sorry, I like to move. It's when not I'm your talking. fault. It's the chair's fault. 
Why are you squeaky though? Like Drew. <laughs> All right. I promise that I will not talk about this chair anymore. This is a promise to myself. Not to me, clearly. Since I'm the one sitting on it. <laughs> um so yes, travel was like a really good way for me to disengage. And I like to throw shit out. If it reminds me of you. It goes in the garbage. Yeah. I like to transmute the energy as much as I can. That's what I just feel like burning is my favorite because I can just literally see it go up in flames and I'm done. And then like, I just feel like that energy just... Like, I love that, um, was it waiting to exhale when the fire department shows up and she's burning his BMW? Ma'am, you can only burn trash in the state. And she opens up the door to the firefighter. What is It this? is trash. She slams the door. Angela Bassett. Oh. And I was like, do it. Burn that. Burn it down. But some things are hard to burn. True. I literally... Um, printed out pictures from my phone to burn that's fabulous i'm like that and then hopefully i delete it maybe i'll go back and torture myself a little bit but you know definitely like you have to put the intention into it it's not now if someone burns me and makes me feel some kind of way this has happened in the past and I didn't feel like someone was being truthful. I sent him a package. Flaming shit. <laughs> Glitter bomb. No, just a reminder that I don't think you're truthful. And now no one else thinks you are either. I I don't think I've ever... But that's only when people really come for me. And like, it doesn't happen often. And this person didn't come for me. They just lied yeah hate that in this previous episode thing i really need to stop burping this is an issue (laughs) so yeah sometimes self-care can just be that it's like burning things it's it all comes down to transmuting the energy mm-hmm. and whatever modality that is for you, like for you, it's very cathartic to burn things. Sometimes it is for me, but the air sign in me is like, I have to transmute all of this. Yeah. I mean, also <laughs> I want to talk about cord cutting because mm. that's a ritual that I need to do. So like basically the premise behind it, you can do it a couple different ways, but it's that we have these energetic ties to people, places, and things. And some people literally use a symbolic like gesture or an atheme, which is like a ceremonial dagger, um, to cut those ties. And then some people do like candle magic, which is what I'm gonna do. Of they do two candles representing the thing or the person, and then a candle representing you, and then like twine to represent the connection and then you burn them and then you can also do like a reading on where the two figures are at like if someone burns out quicker or you know slower I think you're so good at that because you actually do a physical reading when you process people's candle magic um I know because I've used it (laughs) 
and I may require those services again. Yes, I don't. I also have to make my friend a money handle, which I'm just been like dragging on. Really doing any ritual just because I'm a little. We recently had some negative energy come our way, and I just am very. We have to fill up our oxygen first. Yeah, my cup. I mean, I'm filling up a bottle right now, but um, yes, I'm emptying a bottle real fast right now. <laughs> But in return, it's filling up yours. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like you said, it hasn't been a great time lately. So, But here we are, like, yeah. surviving and thriving. Yes. Because ultimately, it's like, I try to understand and release that some people just aren't meant for you or a situation or, and there are seasons and reasons and I am, yeah, but sometimes it comes for the energy. Oh my God. There's something else I wanted to tell you. So I was listening to this thing about relating to seasons of like, there's this witch I follow who plans her entire life based on her moon cycle, her menstrual cycle. Yes. I, so there are like, many. I subscribe to a couple groups like this. So, like, your before you actually bleed is, like, your winter, and then the bleeding is the spring, and then, you know, summer, fall. You get it. And, like, she only does certain things during those certain seasons. And she's like, it changed my life. I was like, maybe I should start, like... It's see how uh, different modalities you'll hear me say over and over affect people or you gravitate towards them differently. In my group, I'm in a couple like witchy groups and um, it does not resonate with me per se. I think I'm like so obsessed with divine feminine. Like everything is feminine to me. I love anything that's like, I don't know, I'm saying feminine really for the time. <laughs> feminine, feminine, feminine. And I'm not, I don't think your energy is masculine, but you definitely like, I think you gravitate, like your guides are predominantly male. Every time, yes, I have one female, two males. Yeah. And like, I just think you have a little. I have a lot of warrior energy from yeah. Egyptian and Celtic days. Yeah, I think I definitely, like, and I. Like, we both know, like, I love to dress up. Seldom, unless it's winter, will you ever see me not in a dress. I like expensive handbags. You know, like, I love all that stuff. But, yes, I think my energy is very on top of being a Gemini, right? Like, yeah. it's very dual. Um, Like, you know. I'm 100% just. See you later. <laughs> I am just feminine. I'm only interested in feminine, too. Really? I mean, I don't really like men very much. I think we should queue up. I think you should queue up Welcome Back Hotter right now. I don't think we like men very much. Well, it depends what we're using them for. <laughs> well, I'm even JK, JK. The men that I've been with in my life mm -hmm. have been like kind of feminine. To be honest, like, and the women I've been with were very feminine. So it's like... You are, so yes, you are definitely a... 
more feminine energy wise because to you know we're all made up of both but just like right i need to balance it can my be masculine. a 60 40 80 yeah. 20 like we're all um i tend to attract like a lot of leo like energy my mars is in leo my moon is in leo um i should say that because I find that fire signs are very, because fire needs air. Mm -hmm. They're very attracted to air signs. Um, But yeah, I would say that people would assume that I've been with laid back men half the time. Half the time they were just straight up strong, well, assholes, like strong-ish. But even the ones that are laid back, I'm like, I tell people, I'm like, you're easily fooled by that facade. On the low. Correct. Yeah, on the low. Yeah. It's, I definitely, like, I need help in the masculine department. Like, I don't think about things logically ever. (laughs) And it's an issue. Like, my issues with money. Not that being good with money is just... No, but everything, right, has a masculine feminine energy. Because we're made up of both, we're not saying that, like, you know, women aren't, that's not... Yeah, what we're saying. Women are definitely, there are women who are good with money, but, like, I think I'm just very, so, like, I don't believe in the gender binary, but, like, traditionally, women are receiving and men are giving. Correct. Because of, you know, you can... You get the picture. Right. So. Don't make us make the circle with our hands and the finger pointing. <laughs> so, and that's what, it's not even about gender. It's just about these two traditional roles. And it has nothing to do with the sex you were assigned exactly. at Exactly. 100%. So, I just, I need to get better at the flow and exchange of like money work has been huge for me lately because we're both because things have not been great lately not about our business like our businesses are fine it's just an emotional insecurity and that stems to both of our similar backgrounds yeah um because i feel like both of our backgrounds are so similar if you heard this in the first podcast you would know that we come uh, that's what makes us i feel like yeah so good together is that we totally understand each other in a way i feel like a lot of people don't get us mm-hmm. um like i feel like i can tell you what i'm thinking and feeling in like three sentences and you automatically tap it. like she gets yeah. it mm-hmm. and that's so important to have somebody like that Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it goes back, I think, to like childhood and pathology of being without. And I feel for me that's been a family pathology passed on to generations. Definitely, yeah, generational trauma. Yes, uh, and we both want to be the people to be like this stops with us. Yeah, but at the same time, so much work. Like, so, 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 so much work. Oh, my gosh. So much work. Like, why can't I just let myself be toxic shitbag? Like, right. Here's the match to the dumpster fire. (laughs) I just can't, though. And because we're trying to make our own lives better, everyone else's lives better. Everyone's lives better, yes. Um, Absolutely. We got to do this work. And things are coming up. And unfortunately, when things come, are, like, coming up, that's 
the worst. Like, you don't want to deal with them then. You're like, oh, I got to deal with this. More change, I feel like, in my life. I feel like we're just, we're both, I feel like, on a cusp of a major transformation. I feel like we're both semi-resistant. And this is probably, to a lot of people listening to us, if you want to talk to people that are going through it because you're nervous about going through it, like, we're your people. Yeah. Message us. We're always down to talk. Yes. DTT. (laughs) Lil. (laughs) We have a little acronym, such as probably hear us say throughout our podcast. Yeah. Everything's got to be an acronym. We don't got time for full sentences. No. We, like, talk how we text. Um, and there are phrases we just don't want to use in real life. Yeah. So we acronym them. Yeah. Because we've also been in a toxic environment where we weren't allowed to say what we want to say. So. For sure. And now it's just like. We're free. Yeah. <laughs> it just feels so. Yeah. Freeing. It feels good. It feels like the air is just fresher. But we're still in... We're still in it. Trudging. But I do see... See where we want to go. It's going to be a bride. <laughs> bride. A little karaoke. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's when I kind of use that big, like, woosah, like... Yeah. <sighs> like, it's going to be good. Yeah. I know it is. It's just... It's hard... When you don't know exactly what you're going to do. But I think, you know, I've been, my guides lately have just been chattering away. Like, so many opinions. I'm like, okay, guys, like, I feel a little paralyzed right now. Like, this is my self-care time. Like, this is not my, if I jump into action right now, I'm just not ready. Like, They've checked out for the last week. <laughs> really? Because I think they know if they open their mouths. And I do that with my guy. Silence. Silencio. <laughs> Silencio. <laughs> Shut your MFing mouths. I don't want to hear it. So they like it. They know me well enough, at least the two. <clears throat> the other one's recently promoted. But they know. Like, no, I'm really not in the mood. I got some... But I have my money. <laughs> my guides definitely, they're always trying to push me. Like, all of the time. I think, I've been thinking about it a lot lately. I think one is my great-grandma, who I, I knew a little bit. Um, but just the personality is like, obviously it was when she passed. I was too young to like really... I knew her, but, like, I didn't know her. her. And the stories I hear about her, I'm like, she's just so mouthy and, like, audit. She got her license taken away when she was, like, 80 and continued to drive until she was 88. Just a fucking OG. Yeah. She did not give one single fuck, and I love that. And she clearly does not give one single fuck about my boundaries. (laughs) Neither does this person. (laughs) Okay, Drew is getting roasted <laughs> today. We're not picking this episode out. Welcome back. Oh, it's not recorded. What else is new? Oh, mic drop or headphone drop? 
We're all feeling a little spicy we today. We are. But I think that's, like, so good. I think when we're spicy, it's at our best. Like, even when we're down and out, our spiciness kicks in, and we will take a mother out. Yes. And, like, that's how we are with, like, our clients. It's, like, we will give you the most accurate information, but we will always end it with positive. Something yeah, you can I, say, do, change, a light. Like, I hate, like... When I do see a lot of negative and people are like, like before I get to the positive and they're like, oh, like, I feel so bad that I'm like, no, like, please don't. It's just that there is always a way to fix it. It's just like, if you're not seeing the toxicity and it's like affecting you more than you're allowing yourself. Absolutely. I will tell my guides though, like if I'm in the reading, you better be giving me more. <laughs> like, I'm pretty receptive, to, although there's sometimes there's things I don't want to say. When, and they're on me. Yeah. When there's a tower in the spread, I'm like, okay, let's tread lightly. I'm always <laughs> telling them, like, and sometimes they have me saying shit I don't want to say. I'm like, that's awkward. I don't want to say that. And they're like, say it. I usually make them do it three times before I'll say it. Yeah, the triple dog dare you. Yes. And then finally I say it. But sometimes I'm like, you need, and I'll look at them. Because for me, I think I, I, people when I do readings, I'm always looking off. And I will look at them and be like, I always feel like there's, you know what they remind me of? That picture of like the high rise building that's being put up in like the 20s and the guys sitting on their lunch. Because <laughs> yeah. they always sit up to me. And I'll be like, you better give me something else. Do not leave me hanging that's why i do my i always end with like positive oracle cards so like the dorian virtue goddess yeah it's like a 100 positive deck i like to because no one's reading is 100 bad there's always something yeah, but if bad. i'm relying heavily on them mm-hmm. i'm like just give me something accurate and positive <laughs> Yeah, I don't rely as much on. We talked about. I don't hear any. Like I only see things, and then like when I'm seeing all the chaos, I'm like, okay, all right. What is some actual good solid advice that is instead of just being like panic? Yeah, I'm. You know, and I always tell people like when we I'm doing the reading, it gives me a quick temperature gauge, and I like to say it opens up my guides to talk because a lot of times I tell them quiet in my own life they'll still talk to me but if I don't shut them up they will keep talking and talking and talk. so when I do spread the cards out some people light a candle it's their way to invite their guides to come in and communicate I play the card and sometimes they don't shut up and I don't get to the cards because the crystal journey candle I think it's called ascendant mass ascendant Oh my god, Ascendant why am I? Masters and something else. I can't remember what. Ascended Teachers and Masters? Um, I thought it was just one, but you would know better than that. Shout out it's to blue, you. right? Yeah, Crystal Journey Candles. Please sponsor us. I love you so much. Like the readings that I have done for myself, for other people, while lighting that candle. Oh my god. Like, because it just like their candles, the essential oils they use, the whatever they use. 
I'm just like on my motherfucking game. Yeah, and that's kind of too. It's like finding your jam when you do readings. Like what? Some people have these big elaborate setups with crystals and all these candles. And like, if I'm doing like something like seance work or something like that, yes, I will do the ambiance. But my messages just start. Trust me, I have big mouth guts. They just start going. I love me some ambiance. Like me too. Did, oh, we got a shout, shout out. out. Um, I've said shout out way too many times. I'm drunk already. Um, Where it's called tipsy. Oh, sorry. Whipchy <laughs> and a little bit tipsy. Um, we're going to be reading at Nickel City Wax and Wayne. Love. Can I just interrupt for a moment yes. love that freaking place it's magical like absolutely if you love home decor like me you will absolutely and um we will love it the amount oh, the work that she get the candle the, i can't i can't i can't i, I can't say enough and she is both she and rick are fabulous absolutely fabulous i absolutely love them and i've literally like not talked to her as much as i'd love to um, but you, her energy and his energy, I love that. When you walk in, you're just like, you don't feel awkward or uncomfortable. It's just this warm, cozy, they're like a cashmere sweater. They truly are. We're in love, like honestly, truly in love with them. And for <clears throat> inviting us back to their space for a second time. <gasps> a second time. I'm so, so honored. honored. Yeah. Yes, it's, I absolutely get you a ticket. Right, because yeah. it's ticket it's only. It's event, right? It's nine live painters Ooh. plus tarot readings by yours truly. Yes. Your favorite girls. I love the way you said that. <laughs> favorite girls. Get that right there. <laughs> so, yeah. And also, I think, tying back to self-care, uh, if you're not an intuitive reader, find yourself a good spread. Like, there's plenty of... <laughs> God, I'm not like that could have spread Michelle. Oh, um, if you don't read intuitively, it's very easy online to find like shadow work spreads or like take my class. Yes, or <laughs> Michelle's working on a very special class. I am. Um, where with our homeboy Drew. Yes, wherever he may be. <laughs> We're gonna get that happening because. We out here, bitches. Like, you have no other choice. We're coming for you. Like, yeah, because we happening. want you to be educated and affordability. I think yeah, that's, that's like a major thing. thing. Is I've had more clients tell me that I'm affordable and that we're affordable for two, you're getting two bang people. For your buck. A lot of bang. <laughs> well, because, like, I do want to charge the insane amount that some people do I feel like we have to have something that like actually not that people aren't worth that money let me not come at people but like if it's just a video that a pre-recorded video that you get online like it shouldn't be two thousand dollars yeah like I but like some people don't right we're still recovering from COVID and we could be for years and I don't think that that's 
responsible. Exactly. I don't think it's responsible that we just expect people to, everybody needs their coin. Okay. Like we all do. And everyone deserves it. Everybody deserves it. And everybody deserves a livable wage. However, many people aren't making one. And I think for us, because we're really trying to focus on community, it's super important to make services affordable to everyone. Like I have people that book their kids with me. I don't want to be able to outprice a parent. They get outpriced going to a football game, a baseball game, the movies. I'm trying oh, the to movies. Don't get me started. Regal. <laughs> so it's like trying to make our spiritual well-being affordable and not being like, I don't want you to choose between us and groceries. Yeah, there's a with everything, there's like people who are elitist and we're just not about that. And like, just because we have expensive taste, which, right, we've talked about like that in spirituality in itself, where yeah. you, you know, love us a tangent, but like, it's true. You, those don't have to be mutually exclusive, but it's important that we make our services affordable to everybody. Yeah. Cause like, I know how happy it makes me like, versus how crushed I am when I really want to work with someone and I can't like it just literally and like I don't begrudge them because they're worth that money but maybe offer a lower end service like a tier a shorter yeah, t- you're getting the same shorter. quality it just the time frame is shorter but I feel like there's a lot of people are like I'm ten thousand dollars like I won't get like it was at Linda Evangelista I won't get out of bed for more than ten thousand dollars I'm like then what is this about to you? Like to right. us, this is about the spiritual advancement of human and if beings. I, if some, and I'll be honest, if somebody needs it and I've got the message to deliver, I'll just, sometimes I go up to people that I don't, that's how I really started doing readings. I would just go up to people I did not know. Like Teresa Caputo in the deli. <laughs> yeah, like, so I wouldn't be like in a store if I'd be at like a family party mm-hmm. and I'd go up to like my parents' clients or their neighbors, or my friends' family, people I didn't really know, and I would be like, hi, I've got a message for you. And then I would just start talking. Nothing much. Can you take a video for us? Yes. Oh, about time. Jesus, so spicy. I'm a little feisty. You've been drinking? I've been drinking watermelon. Can you need a gummy? Loosen up a little bit. I don't know where they went. Oh, do you have that bag of gummies still? Probably. All right, what were we even talking about? Drew. Taking a video. Wait, is my lipstick still on after drinking out of this bottle? Oh, no. do you know what they should make as a random tangent? Prosecco bottle koozies. I mean, I agree. Right? Um, I could use a koozie on this. Maybe that's what you want. No. Started over. We're not in the flow yet. Can you wait until we're on a topic? I'm sorry. Yeah, can you? When you go around this hand, I need more time to relax. So we were talking about, I mean, kind of responsibility I guess as a yes 
spiritual responsibility and ethics. Yeah, because I feel like if you're getting into this business of spirituality, you better have some integrity, some ethics, and some morality, and some boundaries surrounding you. I'm not just charging people to hand them some bullshit. Yeah. Like, everything that we do is, it's serious. We're dealing with people. Yeah, spirituality. And people are taking what we say seriously. Not right now. I'm drinking out of a (laughs) bottle of Prosecco. Yeah, it's... There are, I mean, there's no set, you know, there's no regulations in this industry. Correct. Which is, for better or for worse, I think there should be. Is this a marriage vow? (laughs) Um, Like, I think it's ripe for people to be taken advantage of, which is the opposite of what it should be. Agreed. But that's the reality. Yeah, the reality is... People are taking advantage of, and it's hot and it's trendy right now, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's not just something that's trendy to us. It's our entire fucking lives. It's our livelihood. And like, we live what we say. So yes, when we say we're drinking on the bottles of Prosecco, we are. (laughs) And when we say we're giving you accurate readings from our guides, we are. Like, there's no bullshit. This is not a character for us. Like, this is legit the shit that we live. Our lives can, you know, we came from like a little hot mess and, you know, sometimes we get ourselves into a hot mess, but we're here to pull people from the dumpster fires. And ourselves. 100%. (laughs) Yeah. It's, that's a huge thing that I love to talk about with people is like, I don't drink the Kool-Aid. Like I have my own thoughts, feelings about everything. Yes. Um, You should have your own. You shouldn't listen to every single thing one person or institution says. That's brainwashing. Cue up Jim Jones. (laughs) Um, Speaking of Kool-Aid. Yeah. (laughs) We don't want any mass murders. Can I just, just tell you something random? Yeah. I have an obsession. There's a couple obsessions I've had since I was a kid. Cults have been one of yes. them. I literally go down rabbit holes every day since I was like, not every day, but like I do throughout the year. Yeah. I will go through multiple rabbit holes. I am well versed in cults because I just same. Do you know? I thought I had sorry. Tangent on your tangent. Yeah, please. Why are all the men in spirituality some like? Um, why am I blanking? Charles Manson looking ass motherfuckers. Like they mm-hmm. all spirituality women are goddesses. Gorgeous. Agreed. Beautiful. And all the men I see on TikTok literally. I get like misogynistic vibes. Yes. Yeah. Can we just have some pure wholesome men in our <laughs> industry? I please? mean, can we at least have them in the bedroom? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Take what we can get, you know? I just, I get hardcore culty vibes. But I feel like, not to be funny, but what I was saying, it's like, those men that we, like, appreciate are not the type that want to be on that. True. You know, why am I missing the word? Because I'm drinking out of a bottle of Prosecco. The pulpit. That's the word. (laughs) Um, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the men that I revere in my personal life are not people that would like to be the poster face of men in spirit. You know, they're just good people. That's true. But I mean, there's good women who want I mean, to women also. Our energy's different. That's true. 
thank you. Um, but I don't want to say that, like, I, I mean, earlier I said I don't like men, so, like, let me, <laughs> right. let me not try to, um, like, backtrack on that, but, like, why is the energy predatory? Like, that's already what Ooh. I think about men, and you're just proving predatory. Right. I love that. Yeah. Because of my own experience. Like, that is, I don't want to say that. I've had very bad experiences in life, unfortunately. And I'm just waiting for a man to prove me wrong. You know, for somebody, again, you're going to get us our real lives and tangents. And I think that's where, like, the goodness of this podcast comes in. For somebody that I did not have my biological father around, I don't have daddy issues. I have mother issues. Yeah, same. Like, for, you but, know, and I hate when people, like, would get on this pulpit. We'll say, like, people like Dr. Drew, like, oh, you must have had daddy issues. No, I didn't have daddy issues. I thought all men were pieces of shit. <laughs> and I was okay with that. Like, I saw things for what they were. But it didn't lead me down this provocative... Like, how you know, sometimes they say, like, women well, lead you down this provocative path where you're, like you know, experimental. No, and no, mm -mm. I did not go down this crazy wild path. I just, it was different, but my mother was crazy. So maybe that's why. Yeah. I don't, parental issues. It's just, I mean, my view of men definitely does not come from my father. Um, it comes from having horrible, shitty experiences with abusive men. See, I did not. People would think, though, right, because I did not have a father figure, that I would have picked terrible men. So I think I said in our previous podcast that Emily and I were super close. Our Emily's very close with her grandmother. Mine has passed. Um, but for me, my grandmother always said, she was like, you broke this girl. You never had. Sure, things didn't work out, but I was never with somebody that was like terrible so your picker is not broken my, <laughs> like mine. no my my picker is fine just sometimes things don't work out but I can't say that like somebody you know I was never in a situation that like you know previous situations we'll talk about yeah, I was provided for, and I had some amazing experiences with, I mean, I've jet-setted, I've had, um, you know, gone to black tie events, I've had amazing, you know, experiences. I just, I'm complicated emotionally. Aren't we all? But, yeah, I just... I, I mean, my and I'm mind, Peggy. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Our strengths and weaknesses, they complement each other. Clink, clink, clink. clink. <laughs> God, um, I love her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm a Taurus. I'm a, so, my <clears throat> Venus is also a Taurus. So, like, I love love. My Venus is in Gemini. Yeah. That's so funny that we have the same Venus mm -hmm. and Sun. Yeah. Um, I love love. And I get tricked so yes. easily. Because your heart... Okay, so here's the difference. You, like Libras, you love love. And the potential and all the vibrations it gives you, you embrace them wholeheartedly. And I ignore red flags like nobody's business. And I'm a skeptic. Yeah. 
I will find 55 ways to Sunday. I have literally stopped talking to someone because of the way they walk. I will find a reason. Uh, so do you know Chelsea Handler? She's yes. a comedian. She broke up with someone because she saw them wearing flip-flops and I thought of you. <laughs> she does know me. Emily knows me. I will find a way. I have talked myself out of dating people that my friends were like, are you crazy? She wore cargo shorts and flip-flops. It's over. <laughs> yeah, like I will find a reason to be like, no, he, for me. Did I tell you that I dated, tangent, I dated someone one time and on the second, like the first date was very informal. It's very impromptu. It was like, oh, this whole story is crazy. But on the second one, I had no idea that I was um, basically how I dress and how I look was being evaluated for a large event to be invited to. I had no idea. Was like, where are you coming from? And I said, Well, I work two jobs, and I'm coming from one of the two jobs. And was like, Well, how do you dress? And I was like, That's like my sh- one strength. I suck at math, but I can dress my ass off. <laughs> yeah, that's unless it comes to spending money that I'm really good at math. Um, but yeah, so I had no idea that I was on this whole experiment about to be judged and of course you know i nailed it nailed it see i've never like dated because i love love yes i'm like i'm a u-haul lesbian like i'm like <laughs> let's let's go let's move in together lesbians move fast yeah and that even in my relationship with men because i am pansexual mm. um it's the same way like i'm i'm ready like, I'm the person who would get married to a stranger in Vegas at one of the, like, by an Elvis impersonator. Right, married at first sight. Emily's like, I'm here for it. We're compatible. Yes. Uh, What's your sign? Right. Which are big three. Yeah. And then I'm like, ooh. Um, I am, since we're just laying on our sexual preferences here. Emily <laughs> <laughs> said she's pansexual. I feel like I have to go on the record. I don't have a problem with gender, but men just do it for me. Yeah. Maybe it's like that energy I have. I don't know, but I don't judge people. And they say sexuality is fluid, that it ebbs and flows just like anything else. Um, but yeah, for me, it's like I like the way I feel around men, but I don't judge anybody else's. I think however you feel around somebody, mm-hmm. and for me, it's all about somebody's energy. Can we also address that we're both tall queens? We are. Six foot and above. And there's something about the short kings love us. <laughs> I, I don't know why. Yes. Um, and, like... <laughs> it's true. I just... Love you too, boo. But, like, there's just physics. <laughs> Physics Sometimes thing. physics when someone's six foot tall isn't enough for me. Yeah, but these it tall makes it awkward. Kings, not that it's not enough. It's just um, only want to date <clears throat> short, short girls. Moves. Yeah, and I think that should be criminal. <laughs> yes, fire up the guillotine. Let them eat cake. I mean, I'm just salty. Like, <sighs> oh my god, there was a shirt segue, and I saw on vacation, and it was the Morton Salt Girl. And she was throwing the salt back, and she on um, the shirt said, "Don't be a salty bitch." 
We, need we that. are a little salty. <laughs> because it's... Okay, so we're going to go on a little bit of a tangent here. Tangent on tangent on tangent, tangent on tangent. Yes, girl, preach. Um, a lot of guys would not go out with me because I was Same. too trauma. Same. And that had me in my feelings, I think. So going through high school, I'm 6'2". In a little bit. Um, but like, yeah, no, guys would not. I played basketball, you know, I did all those things and no, mm -mm, we're not interested in tall girls. And that like had me in my feet. I modeled. Okay, I did like all age, the things. Our age. I was always the tallest girl. I got always. hit on so much by older men. Oh, you're an Amazon. <laughs> like You but, did? Yes. I I got harassed and harangued by older men starting at 12 years old. No. Mm -hmm. No wonder you have issues with men because yeah. that's like predatory. I mean, that's when I met my sugar daddy when I was 12 and he was 20. <laughs> I met a sugar daddy, but I was 21 and he was 24. Yeah. Obviously I have issues. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't want his sugar. I was uh, like, this is too, like, this is more money. Like we went on a date. And to this bar, this is the same dress one, right? I had to dress to impress her that I didn't know about. And people weren't having enough fun. So he bought 12 for $1,400 in wine for the bar. Because it's not the ambiance that he expected <laughs> to take me to. Yeah. I just... That was more than I could handle. <laughs> and I handled I it for a year. No problems with sugar. Um, monetarily and just with sugar in general. I love sugar. Okay, this is getting super tangent. <laughs> um, but back to yes. our issues with being tall, beautiful women. Um, I didn't think I was pretty because I, I felt everybody wanted this short, petite girl. Yeah, and I agree. I so I started modeling right. In high school, and I remember this one girl telling me, I want to be you. I'm so jealous. And I was like, why? I only felt pretty when I was in, like, these, you know, walking a runway. Like, I still think I have a good runway walk. You I'm know, sure you that's do. just me. I think you're going to have to show us right? after we're done recording. Um, but it's like, I just feel that, like, I was only pretty when people did my hair. I think you and I talked about this when they did my hair and makeup. And I got to put on pretty clothes. And no, this goes back to like my reasons of like wanting to run away and go somewhere new. I would go into and I go to Toronto and I do a runway show. No one knew me. And I felt glamorous and amazing. Yes. yes. And people honored your height where I'd never felt honored before. Yeah. I definitely, I think always feeling different. Absolutely. Oh God, I can't stop burping. Um, it's called releasing. I think that makes us more okay with being the freaks that we are today. Yeah, like because it like, definitely forced us. I feel like to be more confident. Yeah. Um, because there's no chopping off your height. No, you're, you're stuck with it, and you live with it. And it, yeah, but it for sure made me feel, I think my formative years, mm -hmm. super uncomfortable. Um, yeah. And especially around 
men. Yeah. Because they wanted... boys are fucking rude and ridiculous. Sorry. Actually, no. Not sorry. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, it's just I felt inferior. Our knees just touched under the table. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think we felt, I felt inferior because I was not this. Yes, I was thin, but I was tall and awkward. I feel like that's how people perceive me to be. Yeah, I got titties in the third grade, so. You did? Okay, so. And and they stayed the same. They literally did not My grandmother used to tell me, God, I love her. She would tell me, you're going to have big boobs. And I was like, other than you, no one in our family has big boobs. And she's like, you're going to. When I turned 27, I went from like an A to a double D. And I was like, okay. I'm praying that that happens to me because I'm about to turn 27. (laughs) God, I'm about to turn 42. Someone, anyone. I guess I could get a breast augmentation. No. (laughs) Trust me, it'll happen. And I went from a 36, you know, around Mm -hmm. to after marathon training to a 32, which makes your boobs like that much bigger. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, okay. That's what I always felt weird about because, like, I was curvy. I got hips. But you look... You do not, you don't even look, you know, some people say tall women and like, you're not even thick. You know what I mean? Like, no, I'm not I don't thick, mean that to sound like funny, but like, you're not, I would just classify you as like a normal tall chick. There are thick tall chicks. There are curvy tall chicks. There are bigger Amazonian. I mean, people used to call me that. And I used to be like, I'm not. I got literally went back to being harassed and harangued. I got like. I thought, okay, so I got on the bus when I lived in Hawaii. That's how we got around everywhere. Emily's had an extensive, amazing traveling life as a child. I'm jealous of her and her mom taking her in all these crazy places. Um, I was the last person on the bus. It was at night. I had just gone to the movie theaters with my friend. I was alone with this man on the bus, the bus driver, talking about how I should model, how I'm an Amazon. Um, (laughs) I that word. Yeah, that's what I was like. I really don't like like that word. Agreed. I don't, I don't even know why. I should have just ignored it. Like, but when you're a dumb yeah, teenager, no, you're just not dumb. You're just a kid. Yeah, and like I, that stuck with me. So like that feeling of like, oh my god, what do I do? Like yes. this is this feels dangerous. Yeah, because it was. Yeah, and like that feeling has stuck with me, and I think that's why I feel the way I feel about that. <laughs> Agreed. Um, yeah, I, it's, it's so complicated with, I think, women coming into their own and either developing early, like I have said this to people, I started my cycle in the fifth grade and all of my friends were like, oh my God, I'm so jealous. And I was like, (laughs) that is what I will never understand. I put it off. I wish I did gymnastics. So like, I never got or not that they I never get still, it. But. Not that I was ever qualified in my height to do gymnastics <laughs> because I was always all the way up till college, right? I went to, so I went to high school in Rochester, I went to college back here in Buffalo. I've yet to find someone that was taller than me. When I referee, and there might be have been one or two girls, that's what I do now. Um, it's different. It's just it's when you're tall, it's different. 
But I appreciate that we're both on the same journey. And I've been yes. called the Amazonian and I've been called, there was one of my really good friends. We would always be together in the hall, halls and they always called us the Twin Towers, obviously <laughs> prior to <laughs> did not age well. <laughs> prior to them, you know, coming down. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I think definitely. Um, do you spend a lot of time alone as a kid? Yes, as an only child for yeah. six. I was an only child. We both were for like sixteen years. I was for ten years. Okay, so I was for sixteen. So yeah, I spent a lot of time on my own. What is the time at? Hours. Oh, oh, indeed. Okay, we'll we'll finish okay. up on this one. Drew's giving us the wrap it up sign. Apparently. We light. <laughs> Well, welcome back. Thanks for joining us. It's going to be our next week's episode. Oh, Don't well, you worry about well, it. We can't say that while we're recording, but you know who next week's episode is. I'm going to... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I really want to have his wife on. All right. Oh, the other two? Yeah, I because I just think she's she's tall like us. Oh, I just said it. She's our jam. <laughs> 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 so for those of you that don't know, oh, I am sloppy. <laughs> sloppy. That's because he's so sloppy. Those are two different terms. Yeah, that's so funny. Drew, the producer, is we're gonna call him. Drew the yeah. P. I was sleeping. What? Sleeping during the show. Ew. Rude. I mean, you'd be more educated if you sat here and listened to us. I normally would. And be a participant. But you know what? We're canceling you for your wife. You've been, oh, apparently we've. All right. Um, All right. Well, we were talking about how we were alone a lot as children. Yes. I think that's really when I like my inner world like started and like I even realized bringing this back to spirituality how many like prophetic dreams I had as a kid how many like crazy things that like I just be I'm from the reservation here in New York I just like wander in the only in this life yeah only in this life um I would just like wander in the woods and like commune with nature and it was like a spiritual thing for me I didn't even have words or like, to like put with it yeah that like I had all these experiences and I didn't realize until I became my witchy badass self now that like this has been going on my entire life yes. I just didn't understand and you think everybody else does it yeah I oh. was an astral traveler as a child and I didn't understand until my grandmother had told me when I was probably close to 30 that she would astral travel before she found out that you know with a certain religion that it's not you know, blah, 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 blah. and, but yeah, like I would actually, I would talk to my spirit guide. I didn't know who they were. I would just talk to people on the other side. I didn't realize that people didn't do the same thing I did. But I think as an only child, you're around yourself more often. It allows you, else. yes, to get like in tune and you're not around kids your age. Mm-hmm. Seldom was I. Right? I came from a single-parent home. And I moved constantly. Yes. Say, well, I don't know if I moved as much as you did, but I was in a lot of school districts, which caused me to have 
they would always I get the parent conference and they would say everybody wants to be her friend and she's a pleasure to have in class but she really doesn't give a shit about anyone else. Like, Did you ever get the, if she just applied herself? Oh, yes. <laughs> if she just applied herself. Yeah. And then it wasn't until my mother would start thinking that I was like a piece of shit that all of a sudden I'd like start, you know, making on the roll. I needed that. Like you, if you think shitty of me, I excel exponentially. <laughs> well, that's the mode we're about to go in I, I, you took the words right out of my mouth I was literally about to say like that's my superpower like one of them right like we each have an abundance I'll, of superpowers you, I will show you yeah you think I am not so great buckle up <laughs> yeah I definitely I think we'll end it on mm-hmm. we're we're coming for you. We're coming it. for you. <laughs> to show you what we're made of. Yeah. And we don't ride the coattails of anybody else. No. Nah. We are just authentically who we are. And we're not here to drag people down or tear people. We are just here to help us live our best lives, help you live your best lives. And like, that's it. We literally are love and light. Yes. And like, we may depart from a soul on the earthly plane and be like you know what you're not meant for us but like we absolutely wish you well but we're trucking forward no i have never wished bad things on anyone never and i always try to like heal gosh you know if i I could heal heal. yeah and if we could heal like other relationships and wish people the absolute best that's what we're here for but like we don't wish anybody we don't do dark magic we are just here to love and light that's something else that i'm glad you brought that up because it is a people seem to think that i do the dark a little bit because like i am a bit i present a little dark but i'm scared i'm scared girl i'm scared like i don't need that shit coming back to me we both um in our spiritual journey started with like the basic like wicca principles like rule of three anything you put out to the world comes back to you threefold like i don't i'm like an uh, eclectic practitioner now where like i kind of just do what feels right i use my intuition but like that stuck with me 100 to hex anyone i just i don't want to get that energy back to me no and i like i love me some Lori cabot you know the most famous witch some would say on the planet There's a true crime story i think we talked about this where she literally found someone's like she found a missing person she is i had the pleasure of meeting her and speaking to her one-on-one for like an hour um and i have some of her art pieces before things got like super expensive so you're talking like 10 12 years ago but like i am an avid i loved going to salem and i would say that like when we say witchy like i don't wear a pointy hat i'm rooted in catholicism because that's my Hinduism. Right. That's like my my birth religion. And there we've you're gonna hear us say over and over again. We absolutely take things that have served us well. There's lots of things I still like going to mass. There's certain frankincense and Matt, my partner, he also grew up in Catholicism and he burns that frankincense and that burn while like 
during the house. I'm like, <clears throat> I love saints. And I love, you know, my problems with the Catholic church really come into like women's rights, women's choices. Not children. Ch- yeah, like rights. as a 41-year-old woman without children, I don't think that I'm less valuable to society because I haven't birthed a child. That's something I would definitely love to discuss on further podcasts mm-hmm. is like our value. Cause I think you and I have similar views and I think we feel similarly in that like, because we don't currently have children that we're less valuable in society. And that's something that like, Oh, you want feisty me to come out? <laughs> the spiciest of the spice. <laughs> the spicy and the habanero. <laughs> Yeah, like that will get me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, women Going. are much more than just popping up babies and doing the housework for you. But you know, that's the attitude I was raised with in Hinduism. It was like I was taught in the specific sect that I was in is like you clean, you cook. The husband always eats first, and if you want seconds, you wait until he's done. Like that whole attitude of like. You're just here to serve. I my beliefs could not be farther from the truth. Yes. You're here to serve me. <laughs> yeah, like I just but I want like a partner and an equal. And just yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't want to have like uh, my value shouldn't be placed on whether or not I have children. And I have been in relationships where other people's families have placed on me my value as if I have fallen down the rung on the ladder because I have not birthed children. And that's something that, like... But you have, like... You're a very... Like, we talked about the crow and the mother that made it. Right. I do think you're such a nurturing person. I think you use that energy in other ways. Just because you haven't had a biological child doesn't mean that you don't... But society, yeah. fuck society. We also right? talked about that last like, podcast. We did, yeah. and like, and that's a reoccurring theme that you're gonna hear because it has such an impression, um, on our lives going forward and how we've developed our lives. It is. It's a tough, and I feel like it's never talked about. Yeah, that's what really. So, I'm so sorry, Drew. You're gonna have to edit out all these words. <laughs> um. We've always felt like weirdos in yes. everything. Yes, and that's want, another thing that we've. Yeah, I, yeah, we want I and we want our group of weirdos, and we've been in situations where we felt like we were. Um, what's the right word? contained yeah like I just feel like oh right always in my family people would always say you're different growing up I was different I was weird um black sheep of the family and it's like really embracing that because to be honest I did I obviously didn't want to be like them yeah and we want our group of weirdos we want you to join us be in our little group let's all be fucking weird magical everything spiritual beings like we're all here purposefully and i just want us to all embrace our purpose no for sure (laughs) drew's probably like we've been going on for two hours (laughs) um 
want deep down, I think, and we've talked about this a lot, is like we want to find community because what I was getting at before was like we were in a situation where like we knew someone who was not about competition or who was about competition over community and we want community over competition. Yes. So please join us. Yeah. Like, excuse me, join us for this ride. Um, we don't pretend to know everything, but we're definitely here to give you guys a little bit of what we've gone through, what works for us. And we want to connect with the people that we're talking yes. to. So please, like, feel free to follow us on Instagram. Witchy and Tipsy. Yes. And connect with us wherever you are. If you're local, fabulous if you're in the 716. If you're not, like, we're all about building community. And if yeah. that, that's worldwide, it doesn't have to be local. Yeah, we were thinking about uh, making a Facebook group. We're all, we're yes. like, things are happening. We'll update you. Uh, follow Michelle at Lightmaker Michelle and me at uh, Pretty on Pagan. Pretty underscore Pagan underscore because Pretty Pagan was taken. <laughs> <laughs> yes, follow us on this journey and we promise you won't be disappointed. And if nothing else, you'll laugh your ass off. Yes. I After listening to our first episode, it, you have to, like, this will elicit more than a small chuckle. Like, I laughed my I ass off. I think text someone or next one was dropping. So here we are. And um, all right. So let's. Uh, you better get drinking, girl. I know. Michelle, I started off stronger and I was like chugging, and then Michelle overtook me. <laughs> you know, it was an Irish girl. All right, guys. It's been fun. It's been real. It's been funky and fresh. Yes. <laughs> and we will see you guys hopefully in a week or two. We, you definitely will with a special guest who I low-key spoiled their name, but you don't know which gen it is. Correcto. There's so, lots of them. There's many Jennifers in this world. So, But we have a very special Jennifer. Or two. Yeah, actually, we know more than one special yes. Jennifer. So we will catch you guys on the flip side. Yes. On the other side of the moon. Bye. Bye.